Okay. All right. Go. 6.5, 13, 19, 26. All right. We're on. Okay. So I think I go on 19.5 in that scenario. Yeah. Yep. But also, we lab. can't be counting into the countdown as part of a recording because then everyone will know that we've done the countdown. <laughs> Lay up three. All right, so how are we starting this? Um, should I talk about how I went to a Jamie Oliver thing? You should talk about how we just did a fake countdown and then a real countdown. <laughs> <laughs> should we actually do that? I mean, maybe. <laughs> so, the counting at the beginning of this episode <laughs> was meant to signify us counting down to start recording. Yeah, because every time, every time we, you know, do our recordings, it's a little running joke between us that we, we start counting on some random numbers, right? Like, we, we've sometimes counted backwards, started at random numbers, now we're doing increments of 6.5, <laughs> but obviously, yes... <laughs> We counted down before because it's audible on this recording, our counting. Exactly. Um, and counting down before, we just did a normal countdown of three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to know that. It's all about, it's all, look, millennial culture, it's all about doing the least and making it look like the most. <laughs> so we do the 6.5 increments so that you know people think we know mathematics like, well these guys are crazy with the counting <laughs> look at their skills and off camera we're like okay we'll count down from three three two one three two four uh, i mean uh... <laughs> we mess it up god ironically we did even more work than because we <laughs> we did an easy countdown and a hard countdown <laughs> as opposed to just one hard <laughs> <laughs> so overall we, we could have more. got some practice on that 6.5 one I think it would have been a bit more smooth <laughs> um, anyway I guess it's kind of like um, at the gym you always have people taking photos of themselves and poses to make them you know get in the lighting right to make themselves look buff or slim or whatever they're trying to whatever look they're trying to get um, which is avoiding doing the actual work at the gym yeah, actually, that's a good one. Do people who take photos at the gym try and get a good spot? Because they, they are obviously working out as well. You know, maybe yeah. the fraction of the time that they're working out might differ from person to person. But do they go and select yeah. a seat based on, you know, lighting um, in the gym? Or is it... I find gym lighting is usually pretty good. I mean, I think they obviously... <laughs> oh, my God, you're one of them. <laughs> I don't actually take gym photos. I just do notice... <laughs> I look jacked at the gym and I'm like oh this looks way better than like usual mirrors um, so I think it's definitely a thing but you do see people you know not me other people which I've noticed um, <laughs> walking around and taking photos at the at the gym in in uh, specific specific poses and, and specific areas it's, it's is pretty, that, uh, pretty extra is that, sometimes well maybe maybe there's something about the gym mirrors that that make you look good and they're, they're trying to do that to bring you back. But millennials... Yeah, exactly. I think the lighting is actually, yeah. Yeah, in a in a big way. And gym photos, um, our countdowns, there's probably some other examples of, you know, it's... Things are so easy for us as millennials, right? Like we can, yeah. you know, we've talked about it before, order food in, you can order it in your Uber on the way home and your food gets there at the same time, all this stuff, log on yeah. to Netflix, watch any movie you want. 
everything yeah. you want easily. But actually, what people sometimes do want to do is um, show that they've put in some effort. Um, yeah. Even if that that effort is in, in the gym example of you know working out for twenty minutes and taking photos for the next um, twenty minutes. Well, I mean, yeah, on social media, there's millions of examples. Basically, every photo on um, social media is to look, you know, looks better than real life. Even if it's something simple like you're at the beach, you'll make the photo look prettier. Um, but a lot of the time is you'll do have things where people will be like, um, take a photo of an event to kind of sell how hard, how much hard work they've done. Yeah, and actually, if you went to the prettiest beach in the world you'll still probably filter that picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, to make it look and I've actually really got this, this app. It's called uh, QuickShot, I think. And you can take a picture mm. of anything and it can identify what the sky is and you can add these insane yeah. effects. Like you can make any sky Aurora Borealis. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Aurora Borealis. At oh this time God. of the day, <laughs> at this time in the country, located entirely within your kitchen. Mate, with that app, it's, it's genuinely possible. It's possible. Kitchen, sky, <laughs> Aurora Borealis. It's good. So... So you see, obviously, people do that with photos to try and, you know, they'll make themselves who have, like, apps like Facetune where you make yourself look better or, like, the one you said where it makes the, um, the landscape or the sky look better. But you'll also have people post stuff um, just to, like, show they're eating healthily or they're at the gym or they're working hard and things like that. It's cooking. Cooking's a, a big one. Cooking's people a who are cooking. banger. Because I think we cook a lot. We cook a lot less than our our um, parents' generation, so um, cooking's yeah. a big deal, and it's got to be Instagrammable. Um, yeah, exactly. Well. There's actually so you know those companies like um, HelloFresh, and I think there's a new one Marley Spoon in Oz, and they basically deliver. Yeah, I've seen Marley Spoon ads around everywhere, but I don't. I actually don't know what they do. Yeah, so they give you. You know, if you go out and you know want to cook something, um, cooking for one or cooking for two, you've got to buy all the ingredients and not yeah. forget anything. What they do is they make it quite easy for you by yeah. giving you the right portions of all the ingredients in one. So you'll have all the sauce you need, so you don't have to yeah. like, buy a full tube or whatever. Um, ah. If you're cooking a, <laughs> if you're cooking like a, a pasta dish, you've got like you know the right amount of meat, the right amount of sauce, the right amount of like pasta. Um, any condiments, all that stuff is like in there and literally you kind of just follow the, the simple um, recipe and cook it. That is the ultimate millennial. Product. That's actually pretty good. So it's like I want to be good and cook because it's like a good thing to do and it's healthy, but also I can't be bothered. <laughs> so I want, to, yeah. I, want, I, want you, I want someone to choose my exact meal with all the ingredients and deliver it to my door. It, well, <laughs> it, if you view it as there's either there's either high effort or there's low effort to get something done, like high effort would be going and buying all the raw ingredients, low effort would be getting delivery. You can actually have you know almost the best of both worlds here by you know, it gets delivered to you. There's a little bit of effort, yeah. but it sort of can look like high effort as well if you don't if you just take a picture that you cooked something. Yeah, exactly. Um, because people don't necessarily know that you've you've saved the effort of, you know, choosing a recipe and um, 
buying all the ingredients for. So you've saved, yeah, that kind of admin. I wonder what the... I'm not sure what the prices are. Um, I'm just looking at the thing now, actually. But yeah, you save the effort of, of you know, buying all that stuff because it gets delivered to your house. Uh, but you still get the output, which is uh, a good photo for Instagram. And then you just chuck out the meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at all the effort I put into this lol joke. Yeah. Um, delivery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're eating a KFC, Zinnabega, what? The food rots in your bin after you took the well-filtered photo. Mm. But you think maybe, yeah, okay, it helps with wastage because sometimes I, if I buy... If I buy stuff, it's either I'll have to eat this for three meals or I will potentially waste some of it or not get the right ratios because I can't cook it yeah. all and just I don't want to microwave every meal the same. Yeah. So maybe you save a bit, but actually they are packaging up this stuff individually and they're individually wrapping the meats, the you know, cheese, mm. whatever, everything else. Yeah. So actually you wonder, is it potentially a little bit more wasteful as well? Yeah. Um, or I don't know, most of these new age companies are pretty good with their biodegradable stuff because they know they'll lose significant market share if they don't, if they don't keep everything recyclable. So I think they've probably covered that, but it's an interesting idea, like, cause it's like creating a new niche market. It's like these things already exist, like food and, um, food exists if you didn't know and um delivery services and they're kind of creating this new middle market where it's like we know you want food and you know we want it delivered but you don't want all the food you don't want everyone else to know that you're doing it quick right <laughs> well it's we don't know yeah exactly it's for show but it's also like the the market is like moving some labor out of the process instead of having someone cook and deliver to you yeah. it's just deliver and you actually you, cook. you actually feel better about it as well um given that you've had some hands-on making it, I think, rather than... Yeah, just it's it kind of like... Have you ever been to, like, Korean hot pot? Where they do all the raw... <laughs> I've heard that joke so many times every time. If I went with my dad ever, I'd be, oh, so, uh, <laughs> since yeah. we're cooking, is it free? Yeah. free? Yeah, oh, my God, it's the classic dad joke. I imagine if you were, like, a waiter or waitress at one of these places, they would hear that, I reckon, like... 20 times a day from their customers as they get the bill. Every time they bring the bill out, oh, why is there a bill? I thought it was free since they're doing all the cooking. Ah. Why would I pay service charge? You should be paying me. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty good. (laughs) But it does make you feel a bit more in tune with it. And actually, this goes back a long time before, probably before millennials had grown up as well. Do you know those um, Betty Crocker... Um, cakes and, and cupcakes packets. That yeah, in the, make, in make the like supermarket. Cake. Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never used yeah, them before, but I know of them. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Because yeah, you can either make a cake from scratch. I mean, not many people yeah, know how which to do is that. Effort. Yeah. That's the high effort scale. Or you buy a Betty Crocker and you you know you get to have that fun. You ice it. You do all that stuff, and then you've got a nice little cake there. Um, yeah, stick to true. the recipe. Quite easy. Yeah. Actually. Um, when they first launched Betty Crocker, yeah, the story behind it is you only needed to really, for the cake part at least, I think, you only yeah. needed to add water. Like you, you literally added water, stirred it up, put it in the oven, and you had perfect cake. Yeah. Um, and actually, people didn't like that because they were like, well, I'm making a cake. It shouldn't be that easy. I want to like put a bit of effort into it, put a bit of love into it. You know, when yeah. I get the result out of the oven, it's like I've been a bit more hands-on. 
Otherwise, you could just go and buy a cake from like a cake store. Yeah, you're only you're only taking a slight bit away from that effort. Yeah. So what they did was they they realized this, and now that's why you have to add eggs and you have to add milk and you have to add like yeah. a few different things in a process yeah, because yeah, 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 they yeah, realize yeah, that so people like it. Yeah. That's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> it's like. No, 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 this won't do. It's too easy. <laughs> Our product is way too good. <laughs> we need to make this more inefficient. People will like it better. Exactly. So that's actually how it is, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting on the scale of where that sits. Um, I guess it's like an effort to reward scale, right? You if don't want it to be too, too low. low. Mm. Then, then if, I wonder if you could like graph it. If the effort is too low, then the reward is also low. So you have to have like a minimum effort before the reward goes above zero. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely for, for Betty Crocker, it must include the cracking of eggs, apparently. Yeah. But then, and then also like, you know, as the effort goes up a little bit, the reward goes up. But then eventually if the, if the effort's too high, the reward starts going down. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not right. worth it. Cause, Parabolic. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. So it's a... It's a y equals yeah, negative like X squared. Like an inverse, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's also, remember we said it's not, it doesn't cross at zero, zero. Because, <laughs> so it's shifted to the right, I think. Because um, it, yeah, it goes above zero. It, yeah. Once there's a bit of minimum effort. Anyway. Who says, who says that um, linear algebra wouldn't be used later in life. <laughs> so first, today, we're going to have cooking class. Right. We're going to be making Betty Crocker cake. And second, you'll have algebra. And trust me, you will use both of these later on in life. In the second class, they can actually plot on the parabola. They can, what we'd like you to do is plot the effort, effort to, to reward parabola, <laughs> which we learnt about during cooking class. Okay. <laughs> So good. What are some other examples? I think it's it's almost, yeah, things that you pay for someone to make a service for you to do something easily, that yeah. you get an end result that you that would be difficult otherwise. So the other examples of this sort of behavior would be when someone provides a service that makes it easy for you to do something that otherwise would be quite difficult slash time consuming yeah. yeah 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 exactly right that's what you want you want i mean i guess the betty crocker example if it's they went too far the other way but they basically took something which was really hard cake um or you know fairly hard and simplified some parts of it to just make it more accessible to the population i guess yeah. um yeah and it's kind of like i guess any like cooking courses or something like that is, is another good example of that right like you know those classes where you go to the city and they'll like teach you how to make something a bit odd, like like a sushi class or something like that, something that you yeah naturally. yeah yeah yeah. And they've got it really set up well for you because I did a Jamie Oliver one over here with as a work team yeah. building event. Um, yeah. And it was like we're gonna make we made some rice paper rolls, but also we made um, some pho. Um, and he's like, so this uh, this has been already cooking for the last twenty four hours because you know like the pho yeah. the the broth like is stewing for like 24 hours he's like so that's already done <laughs> like literally you just need to like oh and here's that's the meat so like good. so you were gonna put that in it's like wait what do we actually do what are we <laughs> wait, wait. but like but but far is basically just like the broth with <laughs> yeah. plain plain beef shallots and like curry you know what i mean like so <laughs> well, we put that stuff in i guess but what we yeah. did 
also afterwards was we all took a bunch of photos. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, exactly. That's so good. It's basically doing nothing. What other classes are there like that? Um, what else would there be? Painting ones is a good one. Oh, I hate oh. those ones. <laughs> you always see, you see people post, you know, the photo. Oh, we went on a painting thing, and and they've all painted like the exact same scene, the exact <laughs> same brushstrokes. Because <laughs> you know, during the class, the lady's like, "Now you need to draw this arc in this colored paint." It's like it's almost like it's almost like a coloring book at that point. You know, you're following such detailed instructions. Paint by numbers. Yeah, and actually, I've been yeah. to one of those before as well. I felt quite. Um proud of myself but the funny thing is when you make a mistake the the lady or the guy will come around as well and be like mm, actually it needs to be a bit more like this and she'll grab the brush out of your hand and yeah like fix and it they'll just you. do it <laughs> it's like nice all right that'll, that'll make the photo look a lot better <laughs> and at the end of it they basically painted half it out. of it <laughs> they like designed described and then <laughs> painted a bunch and yeah everyone comes out with the exact same photo and of course, no one ever paints again. <laughs> <laughs> I've got what I need. Exactly. I've got the pose. I don't actually want to paint. And if you did ask me to paint anything ever again, even if you asked them to paint the exact same picture, I bet they couldn't do it. <laughs> no, no, no way. I couldn't, like... I couldn't chop up coriander to put in that fur again. <laughs> <laughs> without, without his guidance or her guidance, <laughs> there's no way I could do it. Yeah. Wait, so does the beef go in the dish or does it stay? <laughs> do I eat it I'm raw? I'm unsure. Do I eat like, I'm unsure what to do with this. But yeah, it's it, it's a layup. They've made a they've made a layup for you and it's it's almost like you're making a slam dunk from all these all these companies have laid the ball up and you've come through. Yeah. There's no one guarding you and you've just absolutely <laughs> slam dunked it. But actually, you make it look yeah. like it's more than done that, right? So you don't show that um, when you pose with the painting, yeah. you don't show it. So it's almost like, actually, <laughs> I hit this massive three-point shot. Check out this awesome <laughs> painting. Check out this awesome photo. <laughs> Check out this awesome dish I cooked at home. Check out how ripped I look at the gym. That's like your three-pointer. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the layup is like, the photo. It's like, you take dang, a photo gym lighting. Just as you're, <laughs> as you're um, pulling up to the three-point line, take the photo, <laughs> post it, made this shot, it was sick, and then afterwards you just ran up and, and then laid it up. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But yeah, it's, it's about the image of it being, um, looking like more work than it was, but it's also about it being less work. Or not, yeah. not necessarily less work, Less work than it could be, but more work than zero. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more than zero. Slightly more than zero work. It's like um, candid photos out in yeah. nature, right? Like standing out, looking out, uh, like, I don't know, into the distance. Like relaxing. As You're not just standing there, yeah, like feeling zen. You're not just standing there doing that for like 30 minutes, but your picture actually almost... The captions on these bad boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd think they found um, oh, you are. enlightenment, mate. Yeah, and in, in reality, they're like yelling at their photographer friend. Make sure you get this mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly, to change angles. And then they're walking back over the phone and reviewing them and then going and taking another set of shots again <laughs> <laughs> until they get the perfect one. So that's, which sounds like the least Zen experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolute layup there for God. a three-pointer. 
Absolutely. It sounds, yeah. The, the best, the absolute best one though, and I've seen this the other day from someone on my Instagram. Um, yeah. It was a picture. <laughs> it was a picture. And she was like asleep in the picture. But the picture yeah. was taken like way too close to her face to be by anyone else. And it's like, yeah. the caption was like, so tired. <laughs> like eyes closed but it's like clearly a selfie so you've, yeah you've obviously had to take that and then after taking that photo caption it and post it <laughs> so you've opened your eyes you've got the angle <laughs> right, closed the eyes not squinted too hard made it look like you're actually asleep <laughs> oh god which sounds like a lot more exhausting than just sleeping <laughs> it's you can't call people out on this stuff, though, because it's actually so ingrained in social norms now, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's weird. It's like this paradox where you sort of buy into it, um, even the candid ones, and people use the joke and be like, 100% candid. I've yeah. definitely done that. Yeah, it's now past the... Um, yeah, it's now at the ironic stage where people do it in a kind of teasing manner, but... Everybody knows that every photo on social media is now is like it's carefully a stunt. manicured. So it's just like, Stunting, well, yeah. if you all know it's a stunt, it's not really a stunt anymore, is it? Because you're not fooling anybody. So I guess that's what we got to. We're pretty. I think we've got a, got good mileage out of that one. Actually, just need to. Do we need to wrap it up? I think we wrap it up. I don't know if we want to put anything else on it. The only thing I was thinking of actually is in Hollywood movies, back in the day, the fight scenes used to actually be a fight scene with one camera, and now they do all these close-ups of different angles, so they're not actually, there's no skill involved. Mm. Yeah, okay. But I don't know, that's, that's, only thought of that because we said stunt, and I thought of stuntmen. But, what do I say again? You know how like, in a movie like a kung fu movie yeah. back in the day or whatever they'd be like yeah it was like proper stunts yeah and now it's all cgi yeah. or it's like well not even cgi the camera angles of a fight scene has been changed so much that it's just constantly rapidly changing camera angles oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you don't actually know you don't see anything happening anything you can't yeah, actually yeah, yeah. see oh was there it's a... just like fast cut of swords crashing etc etc yeah i was watching the star wars like um lightsaber duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan and I was like man this is sick but if it's in nowadays it's just super close up they um, zoom in on the person's face and then it's just like lightsabers and then so all that kind of skill of training these choreographing these really long fight scenes um, is kind of lost because you don't need someone to be able to to do that yeah it's a layup with a new it's a layup (laughs) it's like and it's actually, it's, it's another layer if you think about it, um, because it's this crazy fight scene with lightsabers and they're all like, um, you know, fast shot cuts or whatever. Um, but in reality, they're just paid actors, so there's no danger there at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, the entire movie industry is effectively... No, don't tell me that. And they're pretending it's a three-pointer. <laughs> The entire television and film industry. It's like, did you know that there's act- they're actually not fighting? <laughs> they're actually friends. Did you know all the money that you're paying to go and watch these people fight, you could actually <laughs> save because they're not oh actually fighting? <laughs> they're friends in real life. Look, they were at the premiere exactly. together. I found this. <laughs> they're dressed up together in nice suits. Look, 
his scar comes right off. There's literally makeup. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's, that's a good one. Good one. That ending. Oh, so how are we gonna do the? How are we gonna stop the recording? Oh, countdown. Oh, should we do? Okay, I got. I got. Oh, no, I got one. Okay, I got one. We're gonna count up in the alphabet from mm-hmm. L. Yep. But every time I count up, I'm gonna skip a letter, and then I'll skip two letters. Oh man. <laughs> okay. All right. And so that we've means... got to do it slow, though. It can't be one. I'm gonna do second. it slowly because I'm gonna have to be thinking about it as I do it. But I want you to stop on the fourth letter. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. So. So wait, hang L. on. Does the first one skip any? Does the first one? First skip... one's L. First one's L. But is the second so one a like skip, or do we skip zero the se- for the first one? No, 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 we skip zero. So the first one will be a skip. Okay? Okay. Okay, so L. L. N. N. R. Q. R- <laughs> no, it's... it's <laughs> oh, Q, you... you it's, it's not Q's, Q. Q's a niche letter, mate, I tell you. Mate, you <laughs> trying to pretend you... It's the alphabet's fault that you got that wrong. <laughs> Okay, alright. Start again. So L L N N Q Q U U